beer with the boys. Beer, 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 boys. Beer with the boys. Meet the boys. Welcome to Beer with the Boys. That's your job, but you look busy. Meet the boys. This is Escaria. A little loud there. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I have a microphone. We're professionals here. Yeah, so hopefully I sound better, Bobby. Um, I also have headphones. I got I got the whole stuff. I also have a mustache. And uh, it well, it's safe. Did you hear that? Did you have a mustache? No, did you hear like the little notification that popped up? No. Oh, cool. So... Um, it does that to mine because that's our new technology. Yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, this is beer with the. We get used to my volume, huh? Yeah, this is new. <laughs> yeah. um, so, apologize where it is. It is obviously new. We are getting used to uh, the new technology and being able to uh, sound clear. Um, and with that comes sounding loud every once in a while. And uh, that's going to happen. So, this is Beer with the Boys. This is the weekly happy hour episode where we put one hour on the clock and we talk to talk to talk. Uh, I am your host, Jake Mackley, J-Dog, Mac Attack, Scotch Drinker. I don't fucking know. Call me what you want. Here with the co-host, got a few words Mr. Jeremy Kroger. <clears throat> yeah, what's up, man? <laughs> I feel like I'm on 60 Minutes now. It, 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 this basically is 60 minutes. Oh, it is, because it is 60 minutes. You know, so I haven't started the clock yet. We'll start. You tell me when to start the clock. When we'll I feel comfortable after. with your volume. Hmm? said, once I've stopped getting scared at how loud you sound. <laughs> That's when I feel comfortable. That is fair. So this will all be part of the show, of course. But uh, tonight, a lot of election talk. We are recording this on election night, uh, November 3rd. Just the... Just about nine minutes prior to, to 6 p.m. here, uh, votes are starting to come in from the election. Uh, if you've been following our podcast for the last couple of weeks, you know we are big election guys. And uh, Just pretty, anti- pretty much this year. Yeah. Can't say we've been um, big election guys ever before, but currently it feels like this is a ginormous election, probably the largest or most Potentially most impactful most notable. and most impactful election yeah. of America's history. So, history will be made tonight. Yeah. We don't know what kind of history. We don't know what history will be written after that. But history will be be written tonight. Yeah. Um, and I was going to say something else about it, but I Not forgot this, off I mean... the top of my head. Um, uh, no, this election, I mean, it, it, it truly will dictate where America goes. And you say you can say that with every election or where they're going to go for these next four years. But um, it truly it, 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 it's two different, very vastly different leaderships. And it's I mean, it's, it's a matter of of. Do we continue to go down? Now, before I get into this, let's just start by saying, as November comes around here, as we have this rebranding of Beer with the Boys, uh, we are starting to become a little bit more serious um, and we'll, and uh, and be able to volume. Figuring it out. talk about more serious things 
with a serious tone uh, rather than just trying to be funny all the time. That is definitely something that we're, 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 we're aiming for. We're going to have a lot more guests. The humor will, the humor will come. Yes. Don't feel we'll like you're going to, you're going to be missing the humor. It's going to be there. Yeah. It's just going to come in. It's going to be natural, not forced yeah, rather than forced. Uh, <clears throat> a lot more of storytelling uh, compared to storytelling and shooting the shit rather than trying to just come up with shit and, 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 and hope it sticks. So uh, we've learned we're not creative. Yeah. And we're still going to be your, 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 your friendly neighborhood boys with the beer. Um, but I'm going to be drinking a lot more whiskey, a lot more scotch. And sometimes you're going to agree with what we say with that comes a lot of, a lot more responsibility. A lot more honesty. <laughs> you're, you're, sometimes you're going to completely agree with what we have to say. Sometimes you're going to totally disagree with it. But it's always going to be from the heart and with no filter is, is really what it comes down to. We are taking away our filter. We've never really had one. We have a beep um, button somewhere on here. Like Yeah, but we don't use it. There it is. Let's bleep it out. I voted for it. <laughs> yeah, I voted for it. <laughs> And uh, that's the type of podcast we are. So, see, there it is, unforced humor. Yeah. Now it sounds forced <laughs> that I mentioned it, but it wasn't. Um, but yeah, it was full. So unforced. I think there's going to be a lot of election talk on this happy hour. We're both drinking, um, maybe to forget what's going to happen, but we're going to be living it tomorrow. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I think before that, we should start normally, kick it off with a. Uh, Maybe three questions from the shotgun start, just to to let them know what we're drinking tonight. Yep. And maybe something that we're we're listening to or watching and uh, playing or eating. Yeah. Well, so here, we 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 dictate. We can each ask the other person whatever three questions that we want. Oh, fair. Do you want to be the question asker first or the question answerer first? Well, we'll do the we'll do the one. What are you drinking? I am drinking, it's called Batch 19. I believe it's from Miller's and Coors. Uh, so it's a beer. It's a beer. Okay. Uh, yeah, Batch 19. Sounds sounds like it could be a whiskey. But no, it's a beer. It's a pre-prohibition style lager. Apparently it was a lost recipe. Those ones always get me. Um, no matter what it is, if it says it's like, oh, this was like prohibition style or pre-prohibition. We lost this recipe for 100 years. We found it. Here you go. Odds are I'm going to buy it. So, yeah, that's what I'm drinking. I got to say it's pretty good. It's a little different. It's five and a half percent. So I feel like that's stronger than your, your average light beer. If you're stronger than your average lager. So that'll, that'll catch up with me. What? Shut up. There's your special guest. <laughs> Picked up a lot more from the microphone. Our first guest. Um, what are you drinking? Um, I, I am drinking... Uh, it is called the the feather feathery, uh, feathery. Fe- I don't know. It's a it's a Scotch whiskey uh, from Scotland. Um, one of the uh, the higher class bottles that I have, and uh, uh, got it a couple of years back. And forty uh, percent alcohol by volume. I uh, got it a couple of years back. I really liked the box that it was in, and uh, that was when I started getting into Scotch. And uh, decided to, uh, to, I've only had one or two glasses out of it, but decided that tonight might be the night that I uh, drink one or two more. And uh, that's what I'm going with. So far, extremely smooth. 
extremely smooth. Uh, I've learned how to drink scotch and whiskey more over the since I bought this, and uh, it's very proven, very very proven tonight that it's very cool. It's nice. Well, good. I'm not mixing my alcohols tonight, um, so I'm sticking to beer. Yeah, and that's it. Because last time, after we recorded, I went up and had a, cup, a glass or two of whiskey myself. That was a, a terrible Wednesday. Yeah. <clears throat> rough Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, rough Wednesday. I don't want that again. I feel like I just got too much shit to get done. What? Oh, my God. And now I'm opening a bottle of wine because my wife cannot. It's a live show, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> um, <laughs> what are you eating? Ooh, uh, good it's, question. Unless so it's brats again. Went to, went to, went to Meesfelds. <laughs> brats again, again. This weekend. Son of a uh, bitch, it's brats. No, what, what, kind of. Went to Meesfelds on Saturday. And I've decided that every week or every other week, depending on what my budget's looking like, I'm going to go to Meesfelds and I'm going to get whatever's on sale. Keep me trying new things. Keep me guessing. Can't really plan. Don't get used to eating brats all the time. So what I did, I purchased a couple New York strip steaks. Oh, excellent. Very good. But the more important thing is they had brat stuffed pork chops. Oh my God. <laughs> so they took like the meat of the, they cut up a brat essentially, mashed it up, put it inside a pork chop. What we did, we threw it in the crock pot. We put a little cream of mushroom soup over the top of it. Oh my God. It was fantastic. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm giving a, giving it a solid eight out of 10. Sign me up for that. Yep. Pork chop, very tender. Uh, but the brat, the thing was, the brat gave it a, a bit of a spice. It was a spicier brat. And it, you don't see it coming when you're eating a pork chop. Mm -hmm. And, uh, Oh man, it gets you, get you sweating just a little bit. And I actually proceeded to, for lunch today, take what was left of the kind of the soup where the meat kind of fell apart a little bit in there, kind of got greased up. Took that as a soup for lunch today. Also excellent. Not being wasteful. I like it. Not, no Cutting worries. down your food waste. Beautiful. Yes. All right. Where are you eating? I am eating. Actually, I just made homemade shepherd's pie last night, and that was freaking nice. delicious. Um, turned out? Turned out really damn good. Okay. Actually, it called for like, I forgot what it called for, but I subbed Guinness instead, and that just made the gravy that much better. Um, so by far one of the best things I've made in a while. And you know, like, like, I've never baked mashed potatoes, like after you mash them. But it got like all goldeny brown on top and everything. So it looked professional as all hell. Excellent. And the Wicked Grill had this a burger called the Tailgate Burger. Oh. Which was, it had pub cheese, so like a cheese spread, a split brat, a hamburger, fried onions. Yeah, that was it. But it was delicious. Wow. So I just had to, had to say that because anytime you see a split brat on anything... You should try it. Uh, yeah, split brat will do it for you. That'll do it for you. That'll do it. And this just in, breaking news, Donald Trump has 
reportedly won Kentucky. Kentucky? Where am I at here? You can just oh, Google yeah. election. Nope, Indiana. It says Kentucky. Well, I have Indiana. Well, he might have won both. Well, there's no shocker there. He was projected to win both. Yeah. But anyways, last question, your choice. Let's get it. What are you watching? Um, dang, good one. Thank you. Nothing new. <laughs> um, what is this? Go away. Um, trying to think of if I've been watching anything new. Oh, yeah, we've gotten back into the habit of watching Saturday Night Live. Nice. Um, usually like on a Sunday or Monday, but today Pretty we watched sure. watched it prior to recording. Um, yeah. It's not as good as it used to be, but it's still pretty funny. So, I, yeah, Saturday Night Live. And then the usual One Tree Hill, which is continually getting uh, worse. <laughs> um, everyone went away to be successful and ends up back. Spoiler alert. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah. That's about it. What are you right. watching? Uh, what am I watching? Football. football. Yes, lots of football. Uh, no, I'm watching a lot of a lot. I already talked about this, but a lot of America American Horror Story. Uh, I've been watching that, just killing the first season right now. Great show. Started the horror TV series. Really started it. Um, yeah. So it's a. Uh, big thing i highly recommend it and uh for those who haven't watched it that like scary tv shows not too much gore a little bit of gore uh but definitely uh worth it i'm all for it lovely yep that's your shotgun start that is your shotgun start a little little uh so here's the thing we kind of ran out of new things we're doing um mainly because it's still covid and we're still in a pandemic so we're still not able to do all the new things that we want to do so yeah sorry we cut out what are we playing and i forgot the other one already how are you listening to uh yeah we're playing mad and listening to the same things there you go yep. updated um, yuppers yeah that's the shotgun start <laughs> Wow. Good Lord. You're welcome, ladies and that gentlemen. That is going to scare the hell out of someone. <laughs> that scared you, let us know, because that was obnoxious. Make sure you're not driving listening to this. <laughs> Who the fuck sneezes right into the microphone? God damn. I turned the other way. You saw it. No, I didn't. All I heard was. I turned the opposite way from the microphone. <laughs> full on sneeze into the microphone. Wow. That was fun. Straight up ASMR. Oh, Florida boats are starting to come in. Another a battleground state. Yeah. So, all right. So, yeah, that was your shotgun starts. A couple things that we're listening to. Tonight, a lot of election talk. This is your special election night with the boys, with the beer, with the scotch. Uh, we're going to talk about this. We're going to talk about a lot of politics. Um, as everybody who has been listening knows, and for those of you that haven't been listening, I, I can I guess I can only speak for myself when I say I am 
really a non-partisan political person, more of an anti-government person or the people's government type person, more libertarian than anything type of uh, belief system. I, I don't lean either particular way. Um, I don't know if you kind of followed that, that, that within that territory or, or, or not. I don't um, know. I'm unattached. I tend to lean whichever person seems like they're a better person. Better. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it seems like just a better, wholesome human being. Yes. And I know that's probably not the, the best way to go about it. Nope, that is the best way. But in my eyes, um, if, if the person seems like they're just a bad human being, I don't don't want to look on the TV and hear what they're doing. Yeah. Or see how much golf they're playing, because that's always a big subject for the president. Is how much golf do they play? Um, so yeah, if you're if you're a decent person, you probably got my vote. You're you're a more decent person. Yeah, more decent, and they're not, none of them are decent. So uh, a lot of talk about election tonight. Um, I have the election tracker via CNN on uh, my Google screen one. right now. You got the Google. Google. You got Google. Um, Right now, what we're from seeing, we'll, we'll keep you updated. Huh? It's from the Associated Press. I don't know if we have to keep them updated because they're going to know listening tomorrow. No, I'm going to keep you updated like this keep newscast a, right now. We can um, give you our thoughts. Yes, live show while it comes through as much as we can. Again, oh, I got to start the hour. Holy shit. Wow. You just got a free 18 minutes there, people. Yeah, you get some free... And we're starting. So happy hour. We talk for an hour when the timer comes up. It, it is over. Uh, a lot of election talk. Uh, feeling our beliefs, where we're at, how we feel about elections in general and the government in general, all that kind of fun stuff with a little bit of, little bit of uh, extra stuff in there as well for you. Uh, as of right now, it is about 6.07 on election night. So far, CNN has projected Indiana going to Trump. Uh, votes are starting to come in in Kentucky, Florida, and New Hampshire. I'm not seeing anything else. No surprise, Indiana goes to Trump. That was projected. Indiana is a whole bunch of nothing anyways. Uh, that is a that is a Trump state if I've ever seen one. Yeah. Um, I feel like there's a lot of states already know what's going to happen, but I think the swing states is what we're waiting for. Yeah. That's the big news because... Texas, we already know what's going on there. Like we don't actually, we know. We don't. Texas is a is a battleground this year, which is insane. That's shocking. Um, Even Biden was shocked by that. Oh. But uh, Texas is. You know, Did you hear Texas, what happened to Biden in Texas? The, the, it was his bus. Yeah. Yeah, it was it's nuts. Wild. Yeah. So, but you got to think about it when you're looking at Texas. I know. I. I I think there is no doubt Texas is going to go to Trump. It is a Republican state. Uh, this year, it's a little bit closer than it would be, be as usual. Uh, but you got to think about it. You got a lot of bigger cities down there. You got a lot of cities that are, are making that a difference for you when you're thinking of of Austin and Dallas and Houston uh, and, and San Antonio. A lot of these big cities that can play a big difference uh, in that. And, and that's where Trump isn't very likable in the big cities. And that's what's going to make the difference for that. So Texas, while it has historically leaned very conservative, I don't know. This might be the year. It's probably not, but it might be the year. 
It'd be interesting to see at least. Yeah. It's the last time. Biden wins Texas, it's over. So <laughs> saw Texas as a blue state. Yep. Shocking. Yeah. So uh, yeah, but as of right now, Indiana is the only place where Trump is a projected winner. We're obviously still very early in it. Um, he's currently winning the popular vote by a couple thousand, a couple hundred thousand. Uh, but it's very early on that a lot of votes, a lot of time left to go, and that a lot will change during just this hour. And uh, who knows if we'll hopefully we know something strongly one way or another by tomorrow morning, um, but probably not. Yeah, I feel like it's it's not going to be a one count deal. Mm-hmm. Things are going to have to be reviewed. Yeah. So while we're talking about this, or before we get, you know, we'll we'll fit this in here and there. What what do you got on your radar? What do you got on your on your list to talk about? Um, and we'll 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 update as it goes. Um, <clears throat> the only thing I really had was Wisconsin football and COVID because they're. They're gambling. They're gambling a lot now. Um, so per the radio, they need six games to be eligible for the Big Ten Championship. Mm-hmm. Um, and currently they've played one yep. in an eight-game season. So for them to be eligible to play in the Big Ten Championship, after they, they no contest Purdue, which I think strategically great choice you're still playing with the fourth string quarterback against a purdue team this doesn't look half bad and you lose that game then your big 10 championship hopes are probably over when you're uh looking at it i don't know how it would shake out but it doesn't look too great um so they no contest that so that leaves them five games left to play and they have to play every game to to make it to the Big Ten Championship, which they have a great chance to win out now that we've seen Michigan's true side, um, which we can discuss after this if you'd like. Um, but, yeah, so they're they're saying we're no contesting and we're going to put it on all these other teams to play us and hopefully not have any COVID. Bold strategy, Cotton. We'll see how it plays out for them. I feel like that's too much to put on other teams. Like, there's a lot... There's nothing saying that like a team could be in that like whatever orange zone they are, and no contest, and then Wisconsin's out. Yeah, uh, which no, Wisconsin's done. Their season's over. Uh, they might play a game or two more, uh, but they're sorry, Jago. Uh, their season's done. Uh, they what they played against Illinois was a preseason game for next year where <laughs> knock on wood COVID is over. Uh, yeah. Wisconsin. I'm sorry. As a state, we're not handling COVID very well. Uh, nobody wants to freaking believe that this thing is a freaking thing. And it's, yeah. it's, we're seeing it now. And, and hopefully this is a wake up call to people to at a very simple thing, wear a mask and, be able to get things under control and stop fighting for bars to be open. I hate, I hate to say it, people, but you can get alcohol at the grocery store, and it's cheaper. Hey. And you could drink it in the luxury of your freaking bathtub if you want. Wow. You don't have to go to the bar. You can still hang out with your friend, too. Yeah. 
just stop. Like, uh, I understand it. Like, as, you know, as somebody who is the son of a small business owner, um, like formerly was a small business owner, still kind of, still owns it. Uh, I get it. I get it. You want to make sure that you're bringing in those customers and you want to make sure that you're continuing to stay afloat with that. I get that, but find different ways to do it. That's what makes you a successful business owner. There are so many different ways that you're able to continuously stay afloat. And, and I get it. You're not going to break the bank right now. You're not going to get massive profits or perhaps any profits at this time of year or, or what's going on, but you can still stay afloat, take out orders of food, find a way to make like sell six packs, things like yeah, that. Or growlers selling or, like drink, drink kits. Yeah. Well, they sold you the ingredients to make like a drink that you like. Like if you want a Bloody Mary's, they're selling their Bloody Mary drink kits. Yeah. So you can make your Bloody Mary. If you wanted mimosas, I don't know if they did that, but you get the point. You can, you, it, yeah, you can do that. There are so many ways that you, you could stay afloat. And unfortunately, some businesses are going to go down. Some businesses already have, and it absolutely sucks. It's, it's, it's heartbreaking. And it's going to continue to happen. But what's what's worse? What look at the the look at the overall thing? A couple businesses lose their way and they're not able to do it right now, or every business loses their damn thing because we can't figure this out for another year. God, I hope it's not another year. But um, in other covid football wisconsin related news um aj dillon of the packers tested positive and their current starting running back is out due to close exposure as well as someone else on their team heard that on the news or the radio today as well um so i don't i don't know what's going on here but Clearly, it's a major issue in Wisconsin, and things need to change. And if you all want things to change, just put a mask on, and it'll be all right. Like, I absolutely hate wearing a mask. It, I, I, don't, I just don't do well with it on. So, but I wear it no matter what. I still see people going into the Piggly Wiggly here in Port Washington without a mask. It's... <sighs> And they, they know they can get away with it because there's a lot of like high school students that work at the pig, and they're not going to say anything. It's not their like. Hell, if I worked there, I probably wouldn't say anything, because that that's a fight I don't want to fight. So, it's not it's something that's super easy to do, and if you don't like wearing a mask, find a way to get the things you need without having to go in the stores. There's plenty of ways it's, to do it. Just, it, I understand that it's your freedom to not wear a mask. I get that. And I, I, I approve of that. I respect that. I'm all for that. It is your freedom to not wear a mask. But why wouldn't you? Why? And I don't, I, that's what I, I'm not grasping through this entire thing is why people are choosing not to wear because they want people to see their ugly fucking mug when they go to the store. They want people to be able to see them. That's not very nice. Well, that's the case because I'm sorry, but the people that don't wear a mask are Oftentimes not the hottest. So that's a shot at them. That is a shot at them. It's 
just like who the hell cares? It's not expensive to buy masks. Every store has them for like a buck, right? As you walk through the door, put a tie a damn t-shirt around your face you're still good like there's so many things that you can do about it wear a fucking halloween mask i don't care it it's why why would because you're trying to prove a point that you don't have to wear a mask that's it and if that's it you're showing an absolute lack of care about anybody else and that's that's what sucks and that's where you know that that's why this election means a lot that's why a lot of things are kind of where they're at right now and guess what you're losing your football now on both well the packers are still playing but the packers are still playing and then luckily there's an excuse now if they lose on thursday that oh we didn't have any of our running backs right there well you should have wore a fucking mask and you'd have your running backs so Wisconsin Badgers, their their season's done. They might play one or two more games. Um, I'll say it, but the it, as somebody that works at a school right now, uh, and our school is doing a very good job. Knock on wood, I don't want that to, to ruin. We're doing a very good job of controlling things, but I think smaller schools have that. It's at the bigger schools, it's not it's not working. It's not happening. And at a bigger school in a state that isn't getting this under control because they're too damn stubborn to figure it out, you're going to lose some shit. You're going to lose some opportunities. And this year it's Wisconsin Badgers football. Figure it out so we can, we can have fun again. Yeah. That's not where I expected that to go, but that's fine. (laughs) Another mask rant by yours truly, the boys. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so I guess the the only other thing I wanted to talk about was Big Ten football as a whole. It seems to be playing out the same way it does every year. No surprise there. Um, Ohio State's clearly going to win the Big Ten. Yeah, and by a mile. Their only, what was going to be their only test was Michigan. They look like absolute dog shit against Michigan okay. State, a team they should have should have covered times two. Um, but as we know... <clears throat> as I know, being a long-time Michigan fan, we're a team-to-team basis where we'll look like a, a national championship contending team one week, and the next week we'll look like we couldn't win a game in the, the Mountain West. Um, so here we are, going up against Indiana next. Um, and I'm scared. I'm terrified. We lose this one officially right off the season. And I don't know who I'm going to root for. Go Tagus. Or something. Okay. <laughs> Even though they're so, too. Go ahead. All right. Go ahead. Yes, Michigan's dead. Um, no matter what. Well. Nope, they're dead. In a there's wild no scenario. There's no well. Michigan is dead. In a wild scenario where they win out the rest of their games. In a wild scenario we'll where see. Ohio State <laughs> is afflicted by COVID-19. Well, that's not going to change it because they got you got two bubble games. You can you can no contest two games and still make the game, the championship game. What I'm saying, in a world unknown to us, that doesn't exist to our knowledge, where Michigan can win out the season, then it's a different story. But right. in this world, we already know. We already know it's going to happen, and we could probably name three of the. Three of the 
college football playoff teams um, with a solid chance that we get a Pac-12 team coming in there because the, the Big 12 just decided to beat the shit out of each other and make each other look silly. So, Well, I don't know if we could name three right now because uh, we'll have to see with Trevor Lawrence being out for Clemson. Against Notre Dame, yes. Um, so maybe that, that shifts it to Notre Dame, which is a luck of the Irish, let me tell you that. Very lucky. Get to knock off the number have a chance to knock off the number one team again. What I will say is Clemson played a damn good second half against Boston College. Yep. They were down like 24 to 3 and came back and won like 32 to, to 28 or something. Um, so if that second half team shows up, clumps it all the way because they'll have Trevor Lawrence back. And... Yeah. Once Trevor Lawrence is back, uh, it, that, I mean, right now officially proves how valuable he is and how good he actually may be. Um, and he will be a good NFL quarterback now. But going back to Michigan, they're dead. <laughs> oh, we're back. Uh, <laughs> we, about a year ago, we had this argument on air. As we do when every year. is Jim Harbaugh done? Um, I, realistic. we know my feelings on this. But as a Michigan fan, when – do you pull the cord, pull the plug on one James Harbaugh? Um, here's here's the tough part of getting rid of Jim Harbaugh is he's a great, phenomenal recruiter um, to an extent. Like, granted, we haven't had a Jalen Hurts or a Justin Fields or a Trevor Lawrence of our own come in. Um, yeah, Shea Patterson. We haven't had that Heisman caliber winning quarterback in quite some time. Hell, we haven't really had a Heisman caliber player. Um, Outside of Jabril, uh, slightly. I don't. I don't think it was. Re- it was just hype. Um, I was going to say Denard Robinson was the only last. But that was pre legitimate conversation about a Michigan player having the chance to win the Heisman. Um, yeah. So I think that both pre Jim. I think that's got to change. Um, well, Jabril was, was Jim's era. He was, but he didn't recruit him there. No. Actually, he I did. Think. I think so. Because um, he was a big New know. Jersey guy. But he, I think he, Jabril was he, there when Jim came in. I'll look it up. Do I don't know. Sam Potato. Um, but I think that's the major thing that needs to change in Michigan. Like, I don't know what they're where they're missing out on these recruits. Like, we have a lot of great recruiting points from, from the gear all Jordan stuff. Like, the player packs that they get, the gear packs they get are phenomenal. Um, you get, like, four pairs of shoes on top of all this other stuff. Um, and it's one of the winningest teams in college football. So I don't know where we're missing out on these recruits. I don't know if it's the current status of the team or um, the inability to win the big games as of late. But if you look at Jim's record, um, he's a phenomenal beat up the Powderpuff teams coach where I think I could probably have a very similar record to him if they put me out there. Ah, um, quick quick answer. Jabril Peppers, his freshman year was 2014. Jim Harbaugh came to Michigan in 2015. Okay, so not a Jim, Jim Harbaugh recruit. Um, not a recruit, but player. But nonetheless, um, they do have a, a four-star quarterback coming in next year. Um, I, think, I think that's where things need to change. I think the Michigan lacks an identity as a team. 
like if you look at uh like like take wisconsin for example you know their style of football you know what they're coming out to do mm-hmm. might look a little different this year but you know, still have an idea of what they're coming out to do depends if graham Mertz is playing or not. um so you you know their identity they know how to pick the guys they need for their team and michigan doesn't have that identity anymore like we back then we were a run run twice play action pass for the first down seven minute drives 10 plays take time off the clock whatever it is you know that's gone now we're trying to adjust to the times of the game because it's a lot of spread faster paced offenses big big chunk play type stuff um we don't we don't even have that identity i don't think um like with milton at quarterback I think that buys Jim some time. New quarterback, it's a COVID year. I don't think this is the year he gets let go. Um, if if he can pull out, if he can pull out six wins. So if he wins every game but Ohio State, I think he stays. If he loses, if they go anywhere close to five hundred, he's gone. If he goes five hundred in COVID, he's gone this year. I think there's a high chance, like. It's been how long? People have been calling for his head for how long now? Um, there's already talks of coaches that that would be replacing him. Um, I don't even know who it is. But, yeah, it's it's a real thing, and I think that it's getting close to time. I'm, I'm fine with it. Uh, we, we've written him out for how long now? Um, I don't think he's beaten Ohio State in, in his tenure at Michigan, um, which is a damn shame. Um, so that's the one game a year. Yeah, yeah losing record against Michigan State. Huh? Currently now, yes. Um, and, and not great. Let's not talk about against top twenty-five teams. Yeah, don't mention that. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's just it's tough. Um, I think he's pro- like he's brought a lot to Michigan, the program itself, but he's not producing the stats that he needs to produce to to be that guy where. You get to get paid that much money and, and lose big, important games consistently. I think I think I figured out Jim Harbaugh. I, I completely agree with you. First and foremost, I completely agree with you. I don't think he gets fired regardless of what happens. Unless he loses out, um, I think I don't think he gets fired this year. I was t- telling you this this weekend. It's three because more of the losses. COVID, they'll give him a wash. It's three more uh, losses, I think. Yeah, you can't go uh, but next year, there's very high likelihood that he does get fired unless he either one beats Ohio State or two. I guess it, you know goes hand in hand, uh, wins the Big Ten. Uh, if I, he doesn't do that, I think the, the if he can't beat Ohio State, his saving grace is going to be the recruits he can bring in. Yeah, but I think. This is, where, this is where I was getting at. I think he has figured out. I think because the same sort of thing happened at Stanford. I think Jim Harbaugh was very good at painting the picture of let's build a dynasty. And, and, I, and I love it. I love these type of people. Very good at there, – there may be some history at that school – I'm a new coach though. When he's a new coach, let's build this dynasty. Let's re let's get Michigan back to Michigan greatness. Let's get Stanford back at Stanford greatness. Let's get San Francisco back at San Francisco greatness. Very good at painting that picture of doing it. So we'll get a lot of highly touted recruits early on. 
because he's very good at doing that. But after a couple of years, people will see he's not a very good coach at completing that promise. So all of a sudden, he's been there for four or five years. That promise isn't hitting. It makes it very hard to tell people, hey, let's build this program. Let's bring this back. So I think he's very good at if, if, if he would be give him three years at every school, he'll do it. He'll give you some something to shine about and he'll get you some very highly recruit, highly good, very good recruits, but he's never going to seal the deal for you. Okay. Just, just for funsies, I Googled um, Michigan's recruitment classes over the years. Um, mm-hmm. His first year coming in 2015. So he took over the team. Yep. He was 37th nationally, number five in the big 10. Yep. Next year, he goes to number five nationally, number two in the Big Ten, only to Ohio State. Yeah. The next right. year, number 10 nationally, number two in the Big Ten, again, to Ohio State. Oh, wait, I'm going down. Oh, they ranked these real goofy. Oh, they ranked at the top 10 out of the 2020. Um. Okay, so he's had one, two, three. He's had three. Top 10 recruitment classes, it looks like. How, how have the last two turned out? I don't know. They're, you have to pay for those. Okay. Right. <laughs> Why, so, I don't know. but That's what I feel it's like. Because as a new coach, you come in and be like, yeah, let's, let's fucking build this. Let's do this. Let's make this happen. But if you're not producing on that, you're getting these guys to their junior, senior years, and you're still not producing to it it's going to be difficult to continue having that same pitch. And he doesn't have more than that pitch to recruits. So if he's there anywhere longer than four years, he gets found out. Yeah. He's not a very, he's not a, he's a recruiter. He's a good recruiter in those first three years, two or three years, but not a very good coach. And now mind you, I've never been an athlete of his, (laughs) but we're, we're seeing it on paper where he's nothing's being produced there. Yeah. And I think that's the major concern is that he's had like, he's had the talent, but nothing has come through to where we, like we should have had a fairly decent shot at a big 10 championship. There should have been a big 10 championship. Like, at least in one of those years, but there, sh- there absolutely should have been. The and then, yeah, there's the luck of the draw there on yeah. Ohio state side um, of the, of the conference. But that shouldn't matter. You got to do something. That shouldn't matter. What? He's, that's, he's in his fifth year? That shouldn't matter five years no. in. Like, this is your team. This is your program. This is all your recruits. No. This is the time where it should be, like, let's light it up and let's make a difference. See, I don't. I give him like, – I, I think it mainly depends how much is left on his contract because I don't think they want to pay out his contract and also pay a new new coach because to coach at Michigan you get paid a lot of money um, yep. so I think it, it, that plays a big part into it and I don't know I think it was something he, he signed a big deal a long deal um, and I know Michigan's thing is always having a Michigan man in the in the in the coaching staff because why not it helps the culture right but yeah I think I'm an, I'm agreeing with you now. Um, I, I don't think I said the same thing last year. Um, <laughs> still bought into the Harbaugh era, but after 
uh, a loss like that, and granted, the, the change a few calls, maybe it goes differently. Can't blame it on that because that's a team we should have never been in that position with. Um, let alone next week is going to be even worse because our corners can't cover couldn't cover you out there. I think you could get open downfield if you really wanted to. Well, I'm very fast. Um, <laughs> which which gives you gives you an idea of what what the Michigan secondary looks like right now. Um, and the, their slate of games leading up to to what what we have, we're looking at like potentially a one and three start. Like Indiana's got a good shot to beat us. Then we go we play Wisconsin, depending on what Wisconsin team COVID team looks like, um, <clears throat> just plays a big part into it. And I wouldn't even count Wisconsin as a win if we play them without Mertz or their like a, a majority of their starters because COVID has plagued them and still is. Because um, it seems like every every few days there's more players that are testing positive. Yeah, Maybe that's a good thing. Maybe right now. huh? It's like thirty plus right now. Maybe they're preparing like they get that that three months of of uh, immunity. I don't know, but whatever it is, I still think this season, um, as my dad has said, is a is a wash completely. Yeah. It um, is. It is a wash. Does it count? I think yeah. Um, for the for the SEC teams, I think if you can survive an all SEC season, you 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 damn well deserve a championship ring. Is that it? That's no easy feat. Um, and yeah, I think if we if we get a college football playoff, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see who makes it, who survives. Um, I mean, obviously Alabama, hopefully Clemson. I don't want to see Notre Dame in there because. Maybe both. Maybe both. You can't. You can't beat a, a Trevor Lawrence list Clemson team and claim you're you're atop the ACC. Yeah, that's like the the are Blue they Mount- part of the uh, the ACC this year. Currently, they are. Yes, I think because it was too difficult for them to get games because yeah. no one was playing non like out of conference games at all. So they had to join a okay. conference. I hope it sticks. Um, so then Notre Dame can. Uh, actually say they're part of a conference and play a conference schedule. Um, way to wimp out and take the easier one over in a- the ACC land and dodge the Big Ten. Bravo. Uh, blame it on COVID if you want. But good job, Notre Dame. Decided to skip out and play at the ACC instead of the Big Ten. But that's college football here. I think we've gone on quite some time with that. And I, I wanted to... Uh, so make sure you got your time to rant about politics. I know you've been you've been waiting all week to do this. Oh, politics guy. <laughs> before so that, I'm officially oh, declaring. On. Before this happens, I'm going to use take my potty break. So you pause the clock, and pause you'll get to listen to J Dog talk for about three minutes, depending how long this this tinkle is. All right. So the tinkle claps. I'm going to tinkle. All right, so ladies and gentlemen, as we've decided, as part of our rebranding right here, this is something that we tried in the past. I uh, couldn't get Jeremy on board with this, but we're going to do it now is when one of us has to go use the bathroom, at least we're going we're gonna to keep recording. We're not going to edit it out like we have in the past. We're going to let the other person continue to talk and in order to make it a good episode, talk about something good, hopefully. If you caught our episode last week, I talked about smart homes and how I've uh, started making my home into a smart home with Google Home. 
uh, and uh, nothing more about that. So what I will say uh, this week and to, to rant about in what I'll call the mind of Mac is, excuse me, is, is, and perhaps we'll talk about this a little bit more, is election day. Obviously, we're going through an election day right now. We're feeling the stress of it. And, and this is perhaps the most controversial election of all time, at least in our lifetimes. And I'm all 27 years old. And election day has gradually turned into this fearful, anxiety-filled, stress-filled day. And that's something we got to get away from. And it's, 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 it's unfortunate that uh, the Republicans and the Democrats uh, have, have led to this, have led to us being afraid for today and being afraid of the other person winning the election. And I think this year, understandably so, uh, there is no denying that. There's no un, you know, denying that. There, Jingle, I apologize for my cat, should be, are afraid. And, and it, it sucks. This day is a day that not many countries get the opportunity to do. This is a day that only in America, we get the chance to spend a day voting for what the future is going to hold. And are you back now? Yeah, I just burped really weird. Perfect. Well, well we, I'll, I'll add you back into this and we'll continue so, talking. So what was the... Uh j-dog time like so j-dog time is we're talking about elections and as i was saying this is a day that all that we should be celebrating and it's unfortunate that we we can't and it's unfortunate that we have, have, have been given elected officials that have made us fearful of the other person winning and oh, wow. it, it should not make a difference i think back to only a few elections ago with uh, Barack Obama and John McCain, two respectful human beings. And it was like, you know, we're going to wake up tomorrow. We're going to wake up on Wednesday and we're going to be okay no matter what. Maybe. And well, but then at that point Maybe. between McCain and Obama. Oh yeah. That part at that time, yeah, at that ahead. time, it was, yes. you know That's what? Fair. If you're Republican, Democrat, it doesn't matter because there were two great human beings. And that's not where we're at, we're at today, regardless of your political view. So let me, before we get into any sort of political talk, let me, let me start by saying we are both uh, circle. white, Christian, straight males. Oh, hold on. I don't identify as Christian. Okay, we, well... We're both white I'm a males. white Christian straight male. You were a white straight male. Uh-huh. Um, so a lot of the religion. things that we are going to say is I understand that it's very much easier said for us and, and easier for us to believe in that particular way. Um, and because regardless of, for us, in, in, as individuals, we're going to wake up tomorrow or we're going to wake up when these votes count and nothing is really going to affect us. And as, as individuals, it's going to affect those around us and, and the people that we care for. And that's what's more important uh, at, at this point. Yeah, I feel like at our age, <clears throat> our 
demographic because I think that incorporates age, yeah, sex, all that stuff. Um, that it doesn't matter who's elected unless like we're born into an extremely wealthy family, or mm-hmm. vice versa into a, <clears throat> I guess a, a poor family, if you will. Um, but we're we're like middle of the road as it comes for yeah. most of this stuff. Yeah, and a lot of the time, middle of the road America isn't affected. I mean, I guess with sometimes slight tax rate, tax increases or slight tax decreases. Nothing that's going to eat But like. nothing that's going to going to affect our lifestyle too much. Yeah. So um, and and it, specifically as straight white males, nothing. <laughs> We're not getting any of our rights taken away tomorrow. No. And, 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 and it's, so it's a lot easier for us to say that we're going to wake up tomorrow and everything's going to be all right, or we're going to wake up with whoever gets elected, things are going to be all right. Now, the point that I'm trying to make here is that it is, a, as a country, it's extremely unfortunate that we got to this point. Election day should be a fucking celebration that we get this opportunity to go out and make a vote for and, where we where where we lead. And that we survived four years. <laughs> yes. And that, that's like, a big win. And, and and it should we should always, always in every single election have the mindset, regardless of your uh, sexual orientation, regardless of your, your 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 sex or gender, regardless of your religion, regardless of your race, regardless of anything, that no matter what, you're going to wake up the next day, whoever is your elected president, you're going to be okay. Your rights aren't going to be taken away. That should always be the case. And it's very unfortunate that that is not the case in this election. And it wasn't the case in the last election. And I hope to God that it is the case that, that, that we, that changes. And it is the case in this next election in 2024. This should be a celebration. This day should be a national holiday where we're able to, there's fireworks at night. And, and we're able to have a block party or, or you're tailgating, you're spending time with family and the person next door to you that has a different sign than who you voted for, eh, it's okay. Because regardless of what happens, nobody's getting hate. <laughs> and, and, and nobody's having rights taken away from them unless you're a fucking pedophile or a murderer or a rapist. rapist. It's absolutely nonsense that it has to come down to this where there's specific groups that shouldn't have rights taken away from that should have these rights. And they're fearful that if one of these presidents or one of these 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 candidates gets elected, they're not gonna have those rights. It's shameful. It's shameful as a country. And here here's the issue that I see, and it might be borderline controversial, but it's politics, and in the current political environment, it's all controversial. everything is extremely controversial. No matter what side you're on, someone is going to disagree with you. And I feel like a lot of that blame falls solely on the president that is currently our president. This man has, has instilled a lot of hate, purposefully or not, but the way he talks about certain people, the way he carries himself, the way he does things... He doesn't condemn that. Has, has just has just caused so much like angst and um 
like hatred built up because the crazy thing is that um, there's people that believe everything that Mr. Trump says, President Trump says. And that that's scary. Like there are people that are so bought into everything this man says and it's terrifying. Like, yes, he's a very smart man in certain areas. Like he's a great businessman. He's done great things for business in America, if you will. Um, <clears throat> but the way he carries himself as a person, it's not great. And the way that people just buy into things that he's, he says and does is like, that's scary. Yeah. And that's why I'm so like, I'm, I'm scared if Biden wins that the, depending on how I told you about this this morning, depending on how Trump reacts to his, his victory or his defeat is going to be a lot of how his supporters react. And that's a scary thing. It's 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 unfortunate across the board that we have fear. Business owners have fear. Cities have fear that one candidate winning or the other is going to result in destruction. And it's absolutely insane that this is a country where, and regardless of one's political views. This is a country that rewind a decade, 15 years, 20 years. I don't remember exactly when it was back in during the George W. Bush camp or, you know, presidency where there was a government in Iraq that wasn't doing well, that there was destruction and that there was the leaders were not good. And we went in there and we quote unquote saved them. And now that's happening in our own country because the Republicans and Democrats have split, have just split everything. And if someone has different views, fuck them. Yeah, if you, if you don't trust us, go on Facebook. It's insane. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's absolutely insane. And it's, this should be a happy day. It should be. Election day should be an extremely happy day and, and it should be like, yes, you have your beliefs and you're, 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 you're voting for a particular person because you have the views of that, of that person and you're disappointed if they don't win, but you're not scared if they don't win. Yeah. Um, just to put it in perspective. Um, so, you know, a holiday November 1st is right. Boxing day. No, um, <laughs> it is day of the dead. Also known oh, as, yeah. if you, yeah, I don't, you've heard yeah. about this, um, Dia de los Muertos, which is a highly celebrated um, Hispanic, mainly Mexican holiday. Yep. And so they're, they're Halloween, if you will. It's, it's a lot more than their Halloween. <laughs> it's a lot more. It's, it's a very. But if you wanted to compare it to holiday. something, um, yes, it's where they remember like past family members who passed away and how you're. If you, if you don't know what, di, the, what the day is, watch Coco. Explains it perfectly. Learn everything. Um, so, what the president decided to do the same day, like the, I, if this was not coincidental, or if this was coincidental and not purposeful, then I get it. But I have a hard time believing it's not person like was purposeful. He made it the day of remembrance for people who were killed by illegal immigrants. And I get that. Like, that's that's something that, that should be remembered. But pick any... You have 364 other days of the year. 
that you could literally pick any of them. Well, maybe besides a few major holidays. But you yeah. pick that one day of the year. Like, there's something, there's just something not right about this. And I think that just adds to the whole, the whole buildup of this election. And, like, if you didn't know, like, there's plenty of examples of things that he's done that just kind of creates that hateful atmosphere. And it's not right. Like, no president should do that. No, it, no president should ever divide. Honestly, what a president should be, and this is, this starts my political rant, if I've already, haven't already gone on it. This is my political rant, and this is me officially declaring that I am good. When I turn 30, which is in three years, I'm officially going to start running for office in, in, in some sort of way. Take it easy. No president should ever divide anything. No leader should ever divide. No leader should ever divide anything because you got to know that you're stronger together and you're stronger. <laughs> you're just stronger together. And what a president should be is as crazy as it sounds, is just your fucking spokesperson. That's all it is. And that's, and not to say, I don't think they should be a puppet. Like I think they kind of are at this point. Or, or just a standalone, or just even just your face in your country. They should be your spokesperson for that country. And what a spokesperson is, is not the person that goes and says their own fucking beliefs all the time. It's the person that says the beliefs of the people that they are fighting for. And that's what the president should be. All these things, and, and I don't think any sort of argument that goes with the rights of a human being should ever be a freaking fight. Um, and this just in, uh, Vermont projected winner going to Biden. So each one has a state right now. Uh, um, you want to know my current projections? What? It's a little different, maybe more updated, I don't know. But projected <clears throat> Donald Trump wins Kentucky and West Virginia. And Mr. No Mr. Biden wins Vermont and Virginia. Hell yeah. Okay, Virginia's um, battleground state. And so. the the race in Florida is heating up. Yeah. Biden Florida's... is at forty nine point three. Trump is at forty nine or Biden's at forty nine point nine. Trump is at forty nine point three. They're separated by about a hundred thousand votes. It's hot. It's hot. It is Florida. heating up in Florida. Big battleground state. So um so what was I saying? Um yeah, there should be no like things that have to do with human basic human rights the right to be married unless you're sitting here telling me that you should be married to a 12 year old go do whatever the hell you want okay just go do it and that should not be something that's argument an argument about with that said well, that's a whole nother podcast right there that's a whole, that, that, on that one topic that. is a whole nother like, podcast i don't and if you oh didn't know, I, I think we're both openly support LGBTQ rights. Yes, because who 100%. the hell cares? Well, oh, my God. Do. The Bible tells me that I can't lay in bed with a man? That sucks. I, I'm not going to get involved with that. But we are who both openly support that. cares? Guess what? If it is a sin, if it is a sin, that's on them. But... You're cool. Okay. We're not going there. You're not going to wear a mask 
to the grocery store because that's your right to not wear a mask and you don't give a shit about other people and passing it on to them because you're not wearing a mask. That's your right. Okay. But them having a different sexual orientation than you, that bothers you? Stop being a fucking hypocrite. I know it's two very different things wearing a mask and, and, and gay rights. But by God, good golly gosh! If you're gonna have one instance where you're not giving a shit about other people, and the other side, oh well, they should desk ropes or that's you can't do. That. God says that. Fuck you. Okay, I do. I do. Gay wanna... rights is not an argument. So okay, before before <laughs> we get past this, I just want to take this a second to clarify that the fact that saying that you don't give a shit, you do. But you don't, like, I get what you're saying. You care that they have their rights. Because it doesn't affect what you're doing. Well, yes, yes, yes. Uh, but we, we fully 100% support that. And, like, it's your decision to marry who you want and fall in love with who you want. Yes, thank you for clarifying yes. that. Because yes. the way you said it just sounded a little, I don't know if we should post that. Yes. But clarifying. Thank you, thank you for clarifying that. that. Yes, I support those, those rights. We just don't. If that's like, what you want to do, I don't care. He's because just it rationalizing me, it. And you should be able to do marry whoever you want, unless you're marrying a fucking twelve year old. He's just rationalizing it towards mask wearing and other. Uh, yes. Just to clarify, <laughs> just we just want to clarify yes. that that we do give a shit. We're not yes. saying that it Thank doesn't you. matter. One hundred percent. I very much care about them. I have plenty <laughs> of friends that um, have that sexual orientation, and it's like they should. They. they I don't feel like it's a choice. I feel like it is something that they were born with and that's you know even if it wasn't who cares, who cares? Like, you love who you love and we're gonna love you for it there yes. it is who the hell cares is it different sure but you don't have to hate different difference good difference, difference what makes america great yeah and that's why america is supposed to be the greatest country is because we don't care do what you want to do marry who you want to marry as long as they're of age and and they and they consent to it and be great course. doing it but fucking god it's such a ridiculous like that is a that is a, a a place where it should not be going to the supreme court of whether they have the right to be married or not yeah I don't it know. should not I because not it should just be that. just do it <laughs> it doesn't oh, I, i'm not going to go off on that tangent i've already kind of went off on that tangent, <laughs> but i'm not going to continue to go off on it but yes. it should be I, I believe that a lot of things should just be voted on and, and what, I, what I mean by what I was always just saying is that a lot of those basic human right things should not be things that we're voting on because it should just be your right as a human to be able to do. But a lot of things should just be voted on. Do we want to increase the taxes on the rich? How about we just vote on it? Okay. Do we want to well, have here, universal health care? Here's why we can't why don't vote, we vote on, on it. Here's why we can't vote on the first one. It's because, because the, the rich, rich people are outnumbered. and fucking thing. Yeah. All right. Too fine. much money in politics. Universal health care. I think everybody should have health care, but I understand the argument that it should. I, my taxes should not go towards you making sure that you have health insurance if you're not paying the same. I can, I can understand that argument. I believe everybody should have it, but let's vote on it. If the majority of people say, yeah, let's put 0.5% of my taxes towards health care so everybody can have some sort of health insurance, well, all right. That's that. I'm, I'm all for it. it. 
then the majority says it. The president of the United States should be able to just say, you know what? That's where it is then. And be that spokesperson, especially primarily on a foreign policy type of things is really what the president should be a foreign policy type of leader. Yeah. And I, I, I really do agree on that. Seth, I feel like that would alleviate a lot of arguments, but then again, it leads to the separation thing where, Oh, I support this, but you don't support that. So I fucking hate you now. And I want you to, to move out of the country if you don't like it, which don't, that's another segue that we're not going to go down. But, like, I feel like there are certain, like, things that can be voted on that may, like, start slow, that aren't so heavy. Like the legalization of marijuana. Vote on it. Let's vote on it. Um, the people vote on it. Don't put it to these nine fucking people in the Supreme Court that don't really give a shit and it doesn't affect. Well, first it starts with, like, 300 and what, how many people in the House of Senate, old white dudes, that are going to vote on it. But they have... Odds are they don't smoke weed or anything or don't know anything about it, but they're going to vote on it. Then it goes to, what, 100 old white people that probably don't know anything about it. They're going to vote on it. I don't know what the next step is, but whatever it is, like, let, let the people vote. Like, Start slow. Give it a shot, like a little test run on something that is proven to, one, do really well in Colorado and like give the schools a lot of money because they can tax the shit out of people selling marijuana legally. Um and has given a lot of tax dollars to the, the government to help improve a lot of different things. And it's doing very well. It should not be. And the decriminalization of marijuana is another great thing. That, that's another whole segue. I'm getting off topic here. But yes, I agree. Being able to vote on these topics would be great. Things I just, that I just, are not basic human rights. I just feel like we run into a lot of, of red flags when we start doing that, especially with very sensitive topics. And you know I mean, which ones we, we're talking about here. You know which yeah. ones they are. And it's one of those things where I see that I believe in if we didn't have a president who is very outspoken, or if we didn't have leaders, it doesn't even matter. It, you know, Trump's one thing, any leader. If we didn't have leaders that were very outspoken about their beliefs on particular subjects, like the decriminalization of marijuana or uh, or universal health care, you know, anything like that. If we didn't have leaders, quotes, that were so outspoken about it, there wouldn't be as much hate about it because it's going down to the people. And it's being, and, and I think people are a lot more susceptible to admit defeat in a vote when it's, the majority felt the other way and a leader isn't like, Oh, I lost, but so-and-so believes it shouldn't be true. So I have him fighting for me. So I'm going to continue doing my fucking thing. I think you, you rewind back like four years to the end of the Obama administration or even during that time when the country felt like everyone was sort of on the same page. Yes. There will always be extremes on one end and extremes on the other end. But that was at yeah. least a place where we all could come to a common ground and be like, yeah, this is, this is not a bad idea. Let's give this a shot. Like, yeah. and 
maybe not giving it a shot is the right way to, to phrase that, but trying this way of doing things could be a good way. But here's my, because we're I think we're getting close to the end here. Yeah, we got about just over five minutes. Here is my like closing thought on politics, the political environment in America, is I don't think a damn thing is ever going to change, especially now with the leadership we've had and the potential. Not a damn thing. Both, I mean, on the way people see things and the way American politics are, like nothing's going to change. No major changes are going to happen to anyone. It's been proven. Nothing's going to change. We're just going to have a potentially different person in office that we get to laugh at on SNL. Um, but do we I, see more Jim Carrey or do we see more Alec Baldwin? Yes. <laughs> so maybe that's the way you voted. But <laughs> um, I don't think America is going to reach a point where we're all going to be feel like we're in a great spot until this Democratic-Republican thing is pushed aside. And we can kind of combine the ideologies of the of two of them to kind of create separate parties. Quick update, quick update. Let me refresh. Holy cow. Big quick updates. Update. Wow. Okay. Big change. Big change. Big big updates. Wow. Um, what are you seeing on your side? Um actually so, finish your thoughts before we get into that. Uh, we'll, it'll run over. You'll get a few extra that. few minutes. Um but yes, my final thoughts are I don't think America is going to quote-unquote, be great until we find a way to have different ideology in politics. Because this separate thing doesn't work out. It's It hasn't worked out since we decided to be a country um, and been divided on every single topic that's important to Americans. And we need to find a middle ground where we can start moving forward and get past these. Because the, the fact that if you look back 30 years, it's the same same discussions that we've been having the same discussions we're having now. I think that's just madness. What's the what's the quote? Doing the same thing the same way over and over again uh, without insane, seeing yeah, results is insanity. insanity. is doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. So welcome to insanity, America. This is where we're at. We need to find a new way of doing things. Um, and unfortunately, I don't see that ever changing in our lifetime. But I think... If social media has done one thing, it's opened the eyes of young people to know there are definitely a lot more ways to to think and learn. Yes. So, so that's my closing thought. Yes, good, great closing thoughts. So real quick update. Uh, it looks like it is just after 7 o'clock. Uh, Trump, it will... You want me to go first? Uh, you go first. I feel like mine's go, a little... Mine's, mine's a little... Pretty low might here. be a little further ahead. I don't know why. Um, it might just be the... the um, what the, cause I'm using, it's the Associated Press is where I'm getting mine. Yep. I'm using CNN. Um, so what are you seeing? So currently, um, Vermont, Massachusetts, Rhode Island, Connecticut, New Jersey, Delaware, and Maryland all projected for Biden. Okay. On top of Illinois projected, um, Illinois is projected for Biden currently. Okay. Um, Oklahoma projected, oh, so this is for Trump now. Oklahoma, Kentucky, West Virginia, Tennessee, Mississippi, Alabama, South Carolina, all projected for Donald Trump. Okay. With the current projections, Joe Biden leads 85 to 55, with Texas 
um, Biden is currently in the lead mm-hmm. by about 200,000 votes. Jeez. And Trump just took the lead in Florida. Yeah, I have about the same thing, so we're good. We're on track. Um, okay, here are my final closing thoughts. Uh, you've already heard a lot of my thoughts, people. You know how I feel. You know I'm very take the power out of the government's hands. Put it in your own hands. Put it in your own pocket. Respect the people around you. And we're going to go in the right direction. Here's my platform. Here we go. Ready for this? I'm officially declaring that I'm going to be running for office in the next. Oh, you get to make up your own party name. Go ahead. Let's see what you got. Yes. This is, I am on the Mac party oh, as of right now. I was more I'm on the whiskey party. <laughs> I thought it was going to be something cool like the Power Rangers or something. I'll think of something. Uh, but my very first, I want to make sure, and I'm probably going to start by running for school board. I want to make sure that in every school in my district, there is a mock election for every grade level, every grade level. And why, you might ask, that's just going to cause controversy. You don't want to you know, force them into voting. No. What it does, it does a couple things for them. One, recognizes and teaches and instills to them the importance of voting at an early age. Instills that in them. Yeah, we missed Two, out on that. <laughs> What? Said we missed out on that part, voting at 27. Yeah. Instills that importance. Two, it teaches them to do the research on who they are voting for. Actually do a, a segment on them, in a segment or a, or a project on them or such. Do research on what each president stands for and start thinking about those things. And, and even as young as kindergarten, start thinking about those things that might be important. Yes, things are going to change over the course of their, their, their lives and their schooling and their education, but get them thinking about it. Get them thinking about how this is such a great opportunity in our country and to actually do the research about it. Don't just vote Republican or Democrat because your mom and dad does. Vote for what you think is right. And I think that's a valuable thing to instill in a child because most children care about other people. And I think it's just, it's something to instill. Number three, it encourages them to be respectful in win or loss. All of a sudden they hear on the announcements, oh, the Republicans won today or the Democrats won today. They can be respectful. They're not going to be a little asshole to everybody else. And they're not going to throw a fit about it because their team lost. It instills that in them, that it's okay. And number four, it just teaches them to be fucking respectful. It teaches them that, you know what? We're going to move forward. And the power is to you. Power of the people. Power to the people. And that's something we got to get back on. We've given too much power to these clowns that are sitting in the Oval Office and sitting in that Congress room and sitting in that Senate room, we've given way too much fucking power to them. The power is ours. They don't get to make our de- the decisions for us. And I've said, I've said it before and I'll say it again. I understand that it's a lot easier for us to say as straight white males. I get that. 
And it sucks that I have to say that. And it sucks that that is the case. But let's take the power back. And I, I posted this early on our page. People should never be afraid of their government. The government should be afraid of the people. Ron Swanson, 2020. <laughs> so with that, let's make some changes. Have mercy on us all. If you're a time traveler listening to this, go back in time and vote if you haven't voted. Just get back right there now, and vote. While you're listening to this, maybe we have some idea of who's going to be our next president. Um, but uh, let's keep going. Be respectful to your neighbor. Be respectful to yourself, to everyone in your household. Stop voting Republican and Democrat just because that's the team that you want to vote for. Do your research. And let's change the fucking world. And I look forward to all your your Facebook arguments tomorrow. Because it's going to happen. But if you find yourself in a Facebook argument, I challenge you to this, to our eight listeners. Take the time. Just put your phone down. Step away. And watch funny cat videos to cheer yourself up. Because yep. no matter what... I guarantee our demographics mainly white males. You're going to be all right. And tomorrow will end. And whoever takes over office is going to do the same job that's been being done. And they just might act nicer about it. They might be nicer or fall asleep more. We don't know. Yeah. And if you're somebody that's afraid that your rights are going to be taken away from you. No, I got your back. Yeah, we'll, we'll fight for you. Um, but with that, I wish you all a happy and safe Wednesday, whoever's in office. Happy election day. We're going to be all right. If you need to talk to us, let us know. We're here to talk. Maybe that's something we never said before, but if you ever need to talk to us, message the page. We will talk to you. We are good listeners. We're good talkers. We give good learners. above par above average advice but we're here and we're all going to be okay and let's just let's just be america again how about that let's be one yeah. let's we be don't need to be great let's be the we same don't need team. to be anything let's just be i just want to wake up america. in a, an america that everyone goes everyone says hey no matter what signs in your yard no matter which way you voted no matter if borrow your leaf blower. No matter if your favorite color is red <laughs> or blue, just uh, go over and say hey to your neighbor. Tell them to have a great Wednesday. Happy hump day. Move on. Yeah. So that's what so, we need after this election. Yeah. And put so your damn need, mask you on. It. Put your damn mask on. Win or loss, let's head in the right direction. Wear a damn mask. Wear a mask. Uh, if you're a Republican and or if you're a Trump supporter, well, okay. And if you're, if you're a Biden supporter and you lose, then just know that we only got four years left and know that we're going to start heading in the right direction. We're going to do this. Jake Meckley, 2024 for office. Scoots, we love you guys. Scoots is his running mate. We're 
let's just let's fucking make this happen. Free beer Fridays. It's, it's already in the works. Yeah. I can say a lot more, but we'll save that for next week. Yes. So with that, we'll get the hell out of here. We'll get out of your ear. Hopefully my sneeze didn't scare you too bad earlier. Uh, I've been J-Dog. I've been Jake. He's been Scooter. Jeremy. Y'all been amazing. As always, we love you. May the beer be with you. <laughs>